yeah fuck it like we're just gonna have to make it up as we go along as usual i suppose like what are you gonna do um oh welcome to game of nodes a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams hello and welcome to game of nodes a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams <laughs> where am i <laughs> uh, in real yeah, life where am i vibe I, right I, now <laughs> so, so the context here is i've been in bed with a nasty flu or something for the last 48 hours um and i, I, re, I reheated my corpse and <laughs> crawled out of bed because the show must go on in the words of freddie mercury uh we were just talking about the the infamous dow dow episode where there were a number of bong hits being ripped off, uh, <laughs> we off camera. And so like the equivalent for, for those of us who aren't that cool is uh, a cup of warm red bush tea with honey. Good for the throat. Um, so I'm going to be ripping some tea hits during the course of this podcast. Um, hey, you know what? There was another doubt out funny doubt out thing happened this week, which was, I think it was Noah just had like a mini thing like not a serious thing but it was like it's like why does everybody call it dow dow with no space it's definitely dow dow right. it's dow 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 with the space and then um i think le Turt, uh who launched the the you know the bundling it's kind of like almost like otc trading uh thing i can't remember what it's called it's fusion uh on juno where you basically bundle a bunch of assets set a price and somebody can buy the assets it's kind of cool um defund what's that like defund? Well, no, because it's not like an ETF. It's just it's just buying and selling. It's not like a, oh, right. tracking, it's not tracking a basket of assets. It's just just a grab bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, if you just have like a whole bunch of shit coins, you just need to get rid of. You know, you can <laughs> really need the you can OTC do, you, can do, you can do that shit right. So um, yeah, so yeah, Noah's Noah's popping off. He's like, it's never been down down without space. And Turt just like finds a bunch of tweets where. Zeke is just posting about new Dowdow features and he's just posting Dowdow's one word. And it's these are like clearly massive discord in the in the Dowdow team, lack of direction. No, no. <laughs> That's the best tweet. I, I run away. That's the I best thought tweet it was week. like I'm is it is it two words? I was certain that it was one word. I thought it was one I word. I was too. certain it was one word. And then and then I guess I'll give it two because that tweet wouldn't have blown up if it hadn't. It is one word. Because we said word, and our opinion is obviously more important than the implementers and maintainers of the project. So, on the subject of tweets, we're bringing back the drill tweet of the week. <laughs> Are we? Uh, do we have to, though? <laughs> okay. The subject is Twitter. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that mean the subject is Company X, right? Was Didn't you just rename it? They did? Yeah, I think Twitter is now renamed to Company X, like the official company of it. Okay, well, it's, it's unimportant for this for this book published in 2018. Um, the tweet, uh, sorry, the the uh, drill tweet about Twitter that my finger has landed on is, I have posted at length regarding my inane balls at the cost of my family, my career, and my dignity. The least you can do is rack up my faves. There we go. Here to hear first. Sensation! Another sensational, no. <laughs> sensational piece of wisdom. Try to remember why we dumped that idea. The master of the shit post. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the thing, the thing is, right? Obviously, they're inane. That's the whole point. But then, sometimes, you know, you'll be in a situation 
where like let's say you've you've been doing a contract for a couple of years or maybe a year because obviously IR35 you're probably not going to do it for more than two years and you're kind of in that you know when you would do a long contract and you're just like why the fuck am I doing this again the people are dumb the money's okay but but I just I need to go do something else this is this is fucking insane um and then you know you'll think of a drill tweet you'll be like I have posted about my inane balls on this website at the cost of my family my career and my dignity the least you could do is is rack up my faves and you're like that's exactly my situation I've done this inane contract at the cost of my family my dignity and my balls the least you can do is rack up my bank balance so anyway that's the wisdom of drill Okay. In conclusion, you don't seem very convinced. This kind of feels a little bit like the master and commander thing. But, it does. Um, it's uh, another another not bong rip, bong hit rip. We're going to do is do you get do you guys have Olbus oil in America? Is that a thing? No, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what, what is it? I have literally no fucking clue what's in it, other than it's something. If you were looking unwell, my grandma would put on a hanky and shove in your face, <laughs> and it is. It, Oh, it's like, it's like a, actually almost painful. It's so intense, but um, it's really good for clearing the sinuses. Um, it, it, obviously, ill baby because I'm ill. Everybody's ill in the house, and I was just like, "Oh fuck it, let's just let's just always oil the kid." But uh, I was like, "I'll just check online first. It's so powerful, it will literally kill the child." So, you know, it's a good thing you check these things, huh? Uh, oh, you can't you can't use it with the kid. What? So like chloroform? Like what are we even talking about? <laughs> no, I was just like it's like peppermint eucalyptus. It it's like more. a it's pretty <laughs> I, yeah. d- I actually don't know what Olbus oil is. I assume Juniper clove, eucalyptus. <laughs> it's everything that that uh, maybe it's just right. So it's like mint for it to like clear yeah, okay. Yeah, wintergreen. Here they have, do you have, do you have like Vicks like Vicks Vapor Rub? Do you have that stuff? It's Which is kind of the same type intense. of thing. It's yeah, it's much, more intense. Much more intense. It's right. like it's like you, you know if you have like raw peppermint. And you're like, yeah, fucking yeah. hell, that's really, really strong. Imagine that, but literally applied straight up your nostril. Like, but, but like, like, way, like, as in, because it, it's a liquid. <laughs> if you put it on your finger and then dabbed a bit inside your nostril, it would literally, I think it would literally give you a chemical burn. You'd burn it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that intense. Like, it's a very, very. You talking about Vicks? No. No, we're talking about Olbus. Olbus. But, but apparently it, it can it basically it can there's one of the active ingredients slightly increases your heart rate uh, and babies can't regulate their own heart rate very well so if you just like essentially just like put a, a hanky with it and just go like next to their face their heart goes really quick and they just go and they panic and they stop breathing and then you have to basically Jesus. go and recess them um, good thing you fucking looked at it. Yeah, well, right, and to be fair i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna put it on a pillow because i was like i was like yeah this, this stuff makes my eyes water i'm not just gonna put it on the baby's pillow and just be like lie on that for good a night day. that seemed like a really bad idea see you in the morning i was gonna be like i was basically gonna take what i've got and just like sort of go like there you go kind of like what my grand did to me there you go hey. yeah. and then see if that did see if that reduced the crying um, i'm trying but, to remember if we, we i think we use vix i don't remember if that was I think there's an age limit on that as well, but that we use that here and there, that which should be pretty effective. Which is just trying to find something to clear the nostrils, since since they can't really they can't really suck in or blow things out or whatever else right at that age. So you just try to find something that blows through. Well, there's also like uh, using whiskey, right? <laughs> yeah, I know some people use yeah, whiskey, my grandmother. <laughs> might might be teeth as well, but I mean, that's yeah. teething, isn't it? Yeah, teething. Like they that. always put a little booze on there. Yeah. Oh, Again, my kids, my kid will be uh, 
they'll be fine then. We got get a we got plenty of we got plenty of home <laughs> remedies lying around. <laughs> uh, the Vicks, man, the Vicks don't work anymore. They've changed the formula. It's bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just uh, my my missus the other day. She had a sniffle, and we put the Vicks on, and it's like, well, this shit doesn't work anymore. Still got the sniffle, or is it only working with kids? I don't know. No, it should work. Yeah, it probably has an age range where Vix first checks that you're under 16 and then it'll activate. <laughs> oh, you're a minor? You're a minor. <laughs> Off we go. <laughs> okay, um, so it's, got, it's peppermint, eucalyptus, cajaput, juniper berry oil, wintergreen oil, and clove oil. It's literally every powerful, right. every powerful random ass yeah, herb you, you've got a smell jammed into uh, one unholy mixture <laughs> right yeah. i'm just right. like just put this in your face no wonder it's so fucking oh this smells pungent let's fucking <laughs> put this in there as well but it, the thing is though this shit works it's amazing um but it is one of those when you're like if you work in an office with lots of people and you have it on a hanky in your pocket you'll be like <laughs> you could standing smell somewhere and then somebody a few steps away from you will be like what the hell is that that's like um that's and like thank like, rub eh? what's that that's like Danko rub. You get that, like the um, the hot oh, deep deep heat. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's uh, well, it's yeah, called like, rub, if yeah, you but... if you have like a sporting injury, you stick it. Yeah, on that. yeah, you put it on there and it's oh, hot yeah. as shit. Right, and then uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. fucking everyone in the building's like, so you <laughs> right. like uh, sprain your wrist or something? Yeah, that <laughs> smell it. I kind of like the I kind of like the smell of that. Like I feel like it's one of those like perversely. It should be like bad smelling and medicinal, but it's kind of like like root beer. Like it's one of those things, kind of vaguely medicinal, but kind of tasty smelling. Oh you know, yeah, man! Like root beer. Mm. Yeah, we didn't have root beer. You do have root beer. We got fucking real beer. Yeah, but you also <laughs> have. Like, Bundaberg is literally Australian, mate. Don't tell me you don't have root beer. Bundaberg. Yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah. no Bundaberg root beer, is there? Yeah, I literally had some in Melbourne at a bar. Fuck. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but then Null's again i'm walking up to the bar and asking for fucking root beer so. null shops in different aisles yeah, yeah. <laughs> one root beer thank you kind sir well you know when all the beers start to piss you've got to have something non-alcoholic yeah well fuck i'm <laughs> after 10 o'clock it's like do whole i go for another coffee or a whiskey whole of australia is coming after me that um so yeah okay right well that's that's 11 minutes of solid solid bullshit um <laughs> so this is like following on from your uh, little pre-show there of what in the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> we'll just, uh, you know, roll with the, roll with the punches. Right? Um, so I would like to mention, and there's a, an NFT project that seems to be generating a little bit of uh, Twitter traffic and it's going to be minting very soon. And I quite like the artwork. I don't know if I'm willing to pay shitloads of money for it, but I like it. So, what do you guys feel about artwork oh. and liking it? Are you talking do you think about you should pay money for artwork you like on on the blockchain? Are you talking about the uh, follow on the the next set of yeah after the collection from by the by the bad kids folk? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't I didn't see any of the artwork yet. Is that, is that they they do a couple? I don't exactly. see a mid page for it yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's just after the filter dot com. Oh, okay. It's got some some examples there. It's all like uh, grayscale, black and white. It's about a post-apocalyptic. You gonna be gonna post the link, or are you just gonna fucking? I fucking posted it in the. Uh, <laughs> it's just in the chat, in the, in the normal chat. I didn't put it in the private chat. 
It's in the uh, so the punters right. can also see it. There you go. After click the away, th- punters, click away. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's this week, huh? It's Thursday, and the mint. Oh shit. Yeah, fourteenth. So yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Is what's the what's the mint price? Is it like eight million stargaze per each one? Nineteen hundred stars, which is probably like what nineteen bucks. Uh, Twenty bucks, a little bit more now, right? Point That's oh, pretty reasonable. Point oh one seven, I think. Times thirty-two dollars. Uh, yeah, I mean it's thirty. But fuck, I didn't, that is a lot. <laughs> is there? I, I assume like, I'm a just going to buy as many as liquid stars I have, and then I was like, oh shit. I assume there's probably a limit per wallet, right? Maybe a whitelist limit. The, yeah, whitelist limit would probably be smaller kid, than that. Didn't Bad Kids launch with like three per wallet or something like that? Well, remember. how did that? Don Kryptonian buy like 40 of them. 40 Different wallets, wallets, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Buying right away, sending them around. Um, well, I bought mm-hmm. some Genesis. Well, I don't know what they call glitch candies. I bought glitch candies from two wallets, which was obviously a very wise investment. <laughs> How much did you pay for those at the time? You want to think about that or? Look, <laughs> look, look. Okay. What, so what are they selling so they for now? really cool, man. So, so here's the thing, right? We because of a combination of bad <laughs> financial decisions and whatnot last year in terms of how crypto gets taxed and minor nft degeneracy but that was really a, a that was a rounding error on the general bad accountancy practices here in the bunker i would say uh we we literally made no money, like no cents, no dollars, no cents in income for the majority of this this year. So tax year is just ending for companies again in the UK now. Um, the last one ended just when the bear got started to get bad, which is like a great time. Um, and yeah, like, uh, are you saying you've got a nil balance sheet for last financial year? Is that what you're telling me? No, so we d- basically we from the stuff that we have made this year, we made a lot less in terms of absolute number, but we have more in our Lies. bank account because we've been actually not stupid about compounding or just all sorts of dumb activities that ends up with you having crypto in your com- on your company balance sheet and not pounds sterling because you can't pay your rent in fun to quote Jeff Rosenstock. Um, or indeed your tax bill. HMRC wants wants a taste and does not accept Juno or Star. What's HMRC? Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, obviously. Oh, Her Majesty. <laughs> Her Majesty. Um, although Her Majesty's dead, so um, yeah. get the butter knife because she's toast. Um, so, <laughs> Wait, who died? Jesus. Her Majesty. The Queen? Yeah, she's oh, the ex. Yeah. 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 Like the Elizabeth one? Yeah, long gone. Yeah. You- no, what? What? You get the memo down there, Queen Elizabeth the II. Thing you, she, she, she's your head of state. We talked about too, it on man. here. Yeah, oh, well. say lovey. We minted a one of one <laughs> NFT for Game of Nodes to pay respects. It just had a great big F on it. <laughs> Who's the boss now? Uh, as of three weeks' time, it's um, uh, it's Charles, isn't it? Chuck. Ugh, what a yeah. flog. Nice pop. He's he's fucking not as pop. Like <laughs> I. I, I, you might be able to t- you might be able to detect a hint of the fact that I am a very strong and ardent Republican. Um, for the Americans listening, it means a very very different thing in the UK. It means you want to abolish <laughs> just the mo- before you go down. <laughs> it means you want to abolish the monarchy. Um, 
I, I made the mistake of saying that once to uh, in, 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 in a conversation over breakfast with an elderly Latino American lady on a train in America when I was backpacking once. And she, li- she literally looked like I was going to physically hurt her. Uh, and I had to go, oh, hang on a second. You're afraid of the fact that you think I'm an American Republican. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I just want to get rid of the monarchy. And she was like, you have a monarchy? And I was like, like oh, Oh. reminded of the fact that not all Americans know about the weird shit that's going on in the rest of the world. But I was like, well, yes, we do. And yes, we should get rid of them. But anyway, I'm sorry for giving you a little fright. Very nice old lady um, who was, I should have written, I asked her about, I can't remember what it was. I asked her for, I asked her about something like a recipe and she told me like some really good piece of advice about making, I think it was Pico Gallo or something like that. And I was like, that's a really good idea. And I didn't write it down and it's fucking gone forever. Anyway, good train journey though. That. Do you know, um, conversely to that, I was talking to a chap on this uh, screen right here uh, about, you know, American things. And um, Steve Irwin was mentioned about how goddamn Australian, you know, Steve Irwin is. And I was like, I didn't even know about Steve Irwin until he got fucking stabbed in the chest with a fish and uh, disgust and dismay ensued. Apparently, Americans really fucking like Steve Irwin. <laughs> yes. We Steve do. Irwin dying we, was... We do. It's like a I national tragedy. And I was like, mm, yes, eh, don't fuck around with stingrays. It's because he's basically like Crocodile Dundee. That's why Americans like him. That's a knife. Hey, yeah, we have exactly. like two good role memes. models, right? We have Mr. Rogers and we have Steve Irwin. And then Mr. Rogers died. And then Steve Irwin. We have no good role models at this point. Yeah, well, yeah. in the UK, we had a thing where all the people of that generation who were TV entertainers turned out to be pedophiles. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's literally like a thing of like, um, there's a joke uh, that goes something like, you see a beloved character mentioned in, in like a news ticker. And as the name rolls along, you're like, please be dead. Please be dead. Please be dead. Please don't be a pedo. Please be dead. And it's like, they're dead. And you're like, it could have gone either way. Could have gone or, either way. Awesome. My child is not ruined. Okay, um, good. Because lots well, of them, lots of them, yeah, lots of them got Operation Utreed. So it turned out, turned out they were not not good people. Um, yeah. There was like a, I don't know if I would call it like a slander campaign, but people thought that uh, Mr. Rogers was a a sniper in Vietnam for a long time. And so that was passed around a lot in order to like discredit him for being this positive actor, I guess. But wouldn't that be like quite plausible as in like if you killed a bunch of people and you were like, hmm, I actually don't think that that's the way I want to live the rest of my life. Right. So, you know, Bob Ross was. <laughs> I was just about to bring him up. Same. He was stationed. Uh, he was Army, right? Or, in, or in Marine. A, he was Alaska. Air Force in Alaska. Air Force in Alaska. And right. he was he was like a drill sergeant in the air force, so like yeah, he was like, like the that. equivalent of that. He was like a warrant officer, or, or, or he was a sergeant, like a non commissioned officer who had to do a lot of shouting, right, at young men who have joined the air force and are fucking stationed in Alaska and don't right. want to do anything other than skive off and get high. Um, and then when he got demobbed, he was like, "I just want to fucking paint yeah. trees because right. I've done all the shouting I ever want to do in my life." That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Bob Ross is up there too with uh, Mr. Rogers and Steve Irwin. There's a there's a film coming out about him soon. They, I don't know how like autobiographically accurate it is, but I, I just watched. There's a document. There's a couple of documentaries around him because there's a there was that whole clusterfuck with uh, with uh, 
his paintings and everything else after he died. And I think he had between his family or his wife or kids or something else, there was some arguing around the, the legacy and who has the rights for that and all that kind of stuff. Like there's, there's a really? bunch of, yeah. After, I think after he, I think after he passed, there wasn't clarity on some of that type of stuff. And I thought it was a, a wife and versus some of his kids from maybe a previous wife or something similar. I got to dig it up. Remember it was, but yeah, there was some drama associated with it. Oof. I know. Hey, so always something back to the cosmos. Hmm. I've looked up this after the filter thing. It looks, uh, does look quite cool actually. And it says bad hit, bad kids holders get priority. And we're all, all right. Bad, we're all bad kids holders. We are. So, I'm not a bad kids holder. You you want one? <laughs> you want to burn one? On, you want to burn one right now? Burn it. I don't want to burn one. I'll take one. <laughs> Holy shit, man. I burnt maybe like 30 NFTs yesterday. I, I just looked at my wallet. Like, you there's didn't a ton think of shit that, that was content for the show? I, know, I mean, right? there was fucking like all these Donald Trump NFTs in my, and all those Joe NFTs that I fucking bought. I was just like, burn, burn, burn. <laughs> God. There's fucking <laughs> Canahead lads as well. They they need a good Well, old- we burnt the Canahead one on the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, but those yeah. the ones. I stole those a bunch. Ones as well. yeah. um, but to answer the question number four. I urge to check, to check what the... Uh, right, I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to look at Stargaze like... You guys, you guys, the, the, sorry, this episode really is the group chat. I am actually going to go and look at stuff because I had no idea about it. So there's, I mean, we can talk. So the only other, okay, so the only other thing that I know has happened this week, which is kind of funny, is that um, uh, Stargaze announced that they were going to do Dowdow. Or that, sorry, they were, they were, that Dowdow was launching on Stargaze. And I was like, oh, is that, um, <clears throat> is that like, the, uh, the outpost stuff right because that's because that's um that's on the roadmap right for for dado is like launch the out the because the ica functionality is coming soon and then outpost on um on other cosmosm chains and i think the two that are targeted first are osmosis and stargaze makes a lot of sense right the original og cosmosm chains um but i thought that it was all kind of bound up in mesh security so i was like oh that's kind of funny um and it turns out that like i think the stargaze are basically just Fork, uh, fork Dowdow and the Chiolo again, and the, as far as I'm aware, Dowdow team don't have anything to do with it. So that's that's my funny thing that that I found out today. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna look at this. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> but with that, wait, go back before we leave the Dowdow thing. So, but the that the term that you used, but the idea was that that you be able to IBC the use of Dowdow, be able to create a Dow structure and IBC the use across chains. Is that right? That's what that's what you're talking about. Yeah, and you said so you need mesh security for that. Yeah, so well, I don't, I don't think you need mesh, but I think the the idea is that the mechanism will work better with because because then you're basically just cross staking different assets, and presumably that would be in a DAO treasury. I so got you. About DAOs securing their own treasury, treasury, excuse me, presumably yeah. with a bundle of tokens rather than just their own asset. Right. Um, but I don't think it. I don't think it hard requires mesh security, but I th- it will. I assume require the ICA stuff, which I don't believe has been launched yet. Um, but somebody who I follows Leaks Twitter a lot more closely could probably tell you, be like, bullshit, it's already been launched, in which case, yeah, fair enough. But I think their general implementation model, um, I mean, we could literally fucking roll, we could, I could literally go back and watch our episode, the Bong the bong Rip episode, and I'm sure there would be some alpha in there about the exact uh, time scale here. But um, yeah. from memory, it's similar to the Mars outpost strategy, and it's still a little bit in the pipeline. But I gather it's um, I gather it's soon. Um, there's some kind of 
there's some kind of additional library stuff that Zeke was doing uh, that has a different name, uh, which I gather is soon. And so hey, maybe knowing that scene, they ship a lot. Maybe it'll be this quarter or next all of a sudden, in which case, okay. cool. Happy and then so and then so sh- the Stargaze team basically they just forked it like they're going to stand up but they're I guess that would be yeah that's my that's my understanding uh, it's permissioned quote, it's permission so they're not they're not really standing up Dow Dow but they're 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 using the structure to create just the Dows that they need for Stargaze I think right? they're just gonna I just I, I assume just grab the Wasms and deploy it all on on Stargaze themselves and deploy the UI wouldn't you need wouldn't you need wouldn't it need to be hmm so the permission part of that. Would the permission, would the permission allow? Could you basically run Dado as it is on Juno on Stargaze in a permission model, or do you I, need? Or since those are are those each one of those things a separate contract when they create a Dao? They are all a separate contract. So okay, what the the I assume it's to allow NFT creators to create DAOs around their NFTs, but yeah, uh, that makes sense. I mean, I actually don't, I'm not really a hundred percent sure that it could work that well in a permission model, but, um, right. It's presumed. Oh yeah. So Rama has just said in the chat, presumably to use the NFT DAO portion. Yeah, exactly. I think that is yeah. the, so, the, so to create, right. To create permission groups based on NFT holders. Right. Yeah. Right. But then that the difficulty sense. there is that I think <clears throat> they'd have to modify, <clears throat> I think they'd basically have to modify the, their, their WASM D mm-hmm. from memory. Uh, to allow you to launch contracts via just that contract, right? Which requires some additional hooks, uh, and at that point you're getting a little bit into TWASM territory rather than XWASM. Um, I guess I understand the fork now because it, it it's different. I guess I understand why that why they wouldn't use it across Juno and all that kind of stuff, right? I, I guess it's it is a separate implementation that's pretty specific for that use, I guess. Well, uh, what, 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 what's well, up? Well, it kind of makes it. more sense to just use ICS seven two one and just make the DAO in Juno, because then yeah. you don't have to do any fucking about, and it's all the code is already written for you, and it just kind of works. But um, but if they don't want to, but if they don't want to allow, well, if they don't want to allow NFT groups to be able to have a token based DAO, or they want to have it membership based, and they just want to be NFT only, I, I don't know how you you then you're basically adding to that structure to create rule sets that are restrictive versus what's available in DAO DAO. Yeah, it kind of, it, it. I mean, it. It basically seems like quite a lot of a faff, like reimplanting the wheel to me. But you know, what do I know? I don't know. As, what the we, plans as, are. as yeah. discussed earlier, I literally don't know how to do business or make money or journey. <laughs> so you know, whatever. <laughs> fuck it. I don't even know how to be well. So um, I don't know how to be well. <laughs> that's that's what my learning for the last forty eight hours. Although to be fair, again, um, today's episode of Game of Thrones is sponsored by Alba Soil, the natural remedy for. Uh, <laughs> No, it's not. But it, it, look, hey, look. If Albasoil, if you guys are listening, reach out to us. I, I will shill the shit out of your product. It's fantastic. Just don't use it on babies. <laughs> just don't. Just don't Asterisk. use it on babies. Okay, that's the. Just, just don't use that shit on babies. Um, cool. I, so, I thought we were supposed to. We had different. We had different sponsorship, right? What was the other sponsorship we had? Oh, heating oil. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that one? I forgot what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember, I can't remember either. Um, uh. So, what what do you guys think about like actual just paid licensing for things like DowDow? Like, yeah, you can use it. You just got to pay us so we can continue to develop it. Like, they have no other revenue. So, like, is that a, an option or is that just like too taboo in the fucking this decentralized world? 
That's what the token should be for, right? The token should be in order to, let's say, create a DAO, then you need to buy or maybe you need to burn a thousand DAO or something like that, right? Like they need to develop some sort of tokenomics around the fact that you're using their product. Yeah. Or uh, couldn't it be something like, wouldn't it? He's literally could, left. He's not even there. <laughs> yeah, that's a question that he bounced. He's like, all right, I, I did my part. I'm, I'm out of here, guys. Let's listen to the podcast player. No one question. Oh, my goodness. Walked it's like I'm getting a beer. It's just not fucking present. That is, that is the level of respect we have for our But it's like, hey, you know, away. you guys discuss this, but I don't really care about your opinion. Yeah. And then he goes and grabs 2% milk. <laughs> no. Do you drink 2% because you think you're fat? Because you could drink whole milk if you wanted. Wait, what's 2% milk? Full That's cream. Oh, that. wow. Okay. Wow. Well, in the US, yeah. whole milk is uh, it's a red cap. 2% is, is, uh, Full cream. is blue. In the UK, uh, the weakest milk is red cap. It's really? Steep. Yeah, yeah. The, the, whole, the heaviest is gold cap. And then ah. it's... Blue I'm is, sorry, Schultz. Did, did you just call me fat? <laughs> uh, it's a reference from Napoleon Dynamite. So, yes, I did. God damn it. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed your coffees. I wish you would come and be in my cupboard so I can just wake up in the morning and get a nice uh, 50% whole milk, 50% oat milk, bloody barista masterpiece as opposed to my like what is that? Why is that? What did you do it's to that coffee? Fucking shit! It's like a half and half. Why is it? Well, it's like uh, it's just it's it's instant coffee with milk in it. What, what no, are you talking okay. about? So very, I, I've okay. got like one of those. Um, so uh, you probably guys don't even know what I'm talking about. Over here, we so you guys you you put your drip shit into like a cup, and then you put the creamer in there. This little fucking sachet of like high fructose corn syrup or whatever. There's like some sort of rocket fucking fuel that you put in there. Oh. Over here, the, the typical like I can't be fucked to make anything nice coffee is you put your instant coffee is just like this powdered shit into a into like, a cup. And like freeze dried, like, right? Like it's like a... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. this freeze dried yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then you like uh, two thirds fill your cup with hot water and then you just like top it up with milk. So it's like... A third milk, two thirds water, swill, um, and so I've I've got some actual good coffee making materials back here. That it's just like it's a little bit hard to do on the poker. Um, so I've got the grinder and like a thing called a mocha pot that you put on the stove. Yeah. Uh, Schultzy Schultzy knows my vibe, and then um, but I don't have like a, a milk steamer, right? So I've got like this milk frother thing. It just spins around and heats it. Um, and it like froths the milk a little bit and heats it up to put him there with your with your um, espresso shot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did one day just out of curiosity put just milk into my frother thing and then put the freeze dried coffee in that while it was spinning. Uh, it's actually pretty good. It's like a lot thicker, uh, more rich sort of experience than this watered down <laughs> fucking milk swill shit <laughs> it did that sounds great i'm trying to figure out why it's split 50 50 like why is that foamed up is that because of the, the spinny piece oh no it's, just, it's a gripper in the middle of the oh okay oh i missed it all right it's a grip thing uh, in the okay middle of the cup. Uh, my bad on on camera it looked like it was like a half and half or something 
with like you know a black ring of fucking oil in the middle. No, I just it just <laughs> no, I, I didn't see the, the I didn't see the bottom, so it looked like it looked like there was just uh, okay. I get it now. Yeah, okay. It sounds awful. So, uh, yeah, interesting night last night. Uh, a one a.m. wake up call for the uh, say upgrade, um, the say Atlantic two upgrade, and then. So I had three alarms set last night, right? I had one AM for the for the Say Atlantic upgrade. Then I had I was hoping that went nice and quickly so I could get like a little bit more shut eye. And then I had two AM for the Say um, validator call, right? And then I had <laughs> yeah. like five thirty AM for the for the podcast because uh, six thirty AM for the podcast because it's now seven AM my time when we do the podcast, the group chat. And um, so anyway, Wait, hold on. turns out the call wasn't. Last yeah, isn't, night. isn't the community call tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I I woke up, clicked the link, and everything. I was just on the wrong day. I'm like waiting around for like ten minutes for people to show up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh wait, check the Is they still not live? No, it's it's not live. Not live. Okay. Yeah. Not live. Holy you shit! Was, you guys, <laughs> you're so stoked on it. I assumed it was live, and you were making money on it. Like you seem to be doing a lot of work for testnet. I'm just saying. I mean, it's like it's an interesting testnet. It's like all the other testnets are pretty benign because they're mostly vanilla um, Cosmos. I honestly don't know why they're testing them. They should just fucking launch a Yolo. I I mean, they do have their custom modules that they need to test. But um, so anyway, uh, this is actually looking pretty good. Have you guys looked at your your miss rate since you um since the upgrade? Since the upgrade, then why why didn't you just let why why were you getting up for that? Why didn't you just let Cosmo Visor do its thing. I don't trust it. Jesus. I mean, why, I haven't had Why don't you trust it until PagerDuty calls you? Hey? Just trust it until PagerDuty decides to call you. PagerDuty yep. yep. doesn't always wake me up, though. So if there's a if there's an event that I know I should be having one eye on, I just set an alarm to wake up. Wow. Do better. <laughs> do better, man. Seriously. Better. Uh, Is there a, my, can you let's make PagerDuty like extremely loud or something? Well, yeah. Uh, so you can set up so it can like call you um, under under certain escalation escalation conditions. Yeah, yeah. you can have do all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Like I have but, for test nets, yeah. like my my escalation policy is way way slower, right? Like it's like it, call me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. My, my escalation for test nets is don't. Yeah, no, it, it's like twenty four hours or something. Like it sends me an email and I have it in like the app and all that stuff, but I don't I don't get like a phone call for a day. So here's a here's an interesting comment from uh, Badgerbyte. Why don't you trust Cosmovisor? Well, Mister Badgerbyte, so uh, back in the early days of Cosmovisor, you couldn't trust that shit. So right. it worked sometimes, and then uh, it didn't a lot of the time, and so we're all scarred. Uh, so bullshit. That's why we don't trust it. Hey? <laughs> bullshit. I've been using Cosmovisor since 0.4. And I thought it was one. I thought one point oh. You've also you never had. You're oh, also only on like four networks. For um, some networks, they will like do the naming wrong, and that'll cause Cosmovisor to fail even still. So like, we yeah. still have to normalize all of our all of our upgrade names, right? Because but that is that is because of poor fucking discipline. <laughs> so, if you use capitals and you're a developer. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. You should always. Always normalize stuff to lower case. That is literally like, I literally, I, I can't. Even, I had, I had a, a CTO I, once who was so fucking on it about that. 
he literally would not type capital letters in text messages ever because he was like, I don't want to see capital letters. You just you never see a capital I from him ever in a text message in Slack. That, that's wherever. great. That that's hilarious. He was also but, one of the most visionary technical people I've ever met or worked with in my life. So you're just like, he's eccentric, but he is like right so much of the time that I'm going to allow this because I suspect he might also be right on this as well, despite being a bit of a authoritarian. <laughs> uh, but I believe in the latest uh, Cosmo or. Cosmos upgrade had a capital, right? And so they tell you to to capitalize it, but Cosmovisor will underscore it. That'll normalize it down. So, so that 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 badger is is when it starts to fail. I do think that the miss rate is lower. My my stats say I don't know if this is right. I'm just looking at. I can't really tell from the my my stats say I was missing five blocks a minute over the seven day average on Atlantic two. But but the database was pretty freaking large for part of that structure. But in the last hour, I've missed 2.37 blocks a minute. So it's about half or a little bit less. Yeah, it's so it does better. look like it's less. It does look like it's, it's down. I'm not missing any blocks. <clears throat> Bullshit. I'm, my ledge is clean, baby. It's, it's, I mean, literally, it's, we're missing 15 out of 40 validators. Uh, uh, yeah, you got to be missing something or it's not reporting. We're missing correct. 15 out of 40 validators? What? <clears throat> yeah, it bounces around. Uh, am I in yeah. Atlantic 2 or am I in? No, I'm in, I'm in Atlantic 2. It says there's I mean, 40 my, active my miss right now. I'm missing. Yeah. We're jumping between 10 and 14 missing consistently. What, just per, like, per minute? Yeah. yeah. If yep, I yep. get back, so how long's the history on tender duty? 90,000, I think. Let me check. No, no, the, the little 10. thing at the top, you know, a little tracking thing at the top. 10, 000, isn't that 10,000 blocks? Oh, uh, no, oh, that I, thing I think on that's top? based on your um, your monitor itself. I think block pain uh, is even in the thing. So block pain. I'll tell in. you. You mean on the little UI? Yeah, yeah. I thought the UI was just like the last 100 blocks or 200 blocks or something, isn't it? So I've got four misses across that uh, history on the UI there. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, at, at well, the block time right now is... It's still is, half a second. It's half a second before the upgrade. Uh, What the fuck? Oh, that's block processing, my bad. Where the fuck is block time? Oh. Okay, so question to Romer in the chat. I've been still reading back second. up. Sorry, everybody. Um, ICS 999, which is kind of cool and interesting. And obviously we've had Larry on the show before to talk about various things, but not this. Um, Rama, you said, uh, 999 won't get mass adoption with the licensing model. What licensing model? It's still, to my knowledge, a draft spec, isn't it? Just a draft spec in a, in a hack MD document. Doesn't have a licensing model. Are you thinking of CWSDK? Because that has uh, a closed, a closed license, possibly. Anyway, we'll it wait for Ram we'll to uh, shoot back in. <laughs> <laughs> UK shows. So, also the other thing that happened this week that I'm aware of is that Usurper uh, gave a TED talk. I did give a TED talk. Yeah, it was fun. Pretty exciting. The slides are available. Can I post the slides? <laughs> uh, I want to see th- the video. That's what I want to see. Uh, uh, I, it wasn't that I, exciting. You'll have to post the slides because I, that 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 link is on my phone and I don't know how to get it off. Perhaps. I'm reliably informed it was basically like the end of Dead Poet Society, where <laughs> all the students got up and stood on their desks and they all do they salute or do they put their hand on their heart at the end of that film? I can't remember. I think they put but, their hand on the heart, right? 
they're all like captain my captain to usurper and he did that and shed a little tear rubbed his eye and got a little bit emotional and he was just like he was like i, I thought if i came here i just i touched one young adult <laughs> that would be all worth it but it sounds a lot worse when you put it that way you, you know what i mean by just touch one heart you know with crypto <laughs> so i yeah so it was a um uh, Joshua Tan, who is uh, part of Validator Commons, Josh, Joshua is a great background and everything else. But part of the Validator Commons group, he's he's he. Uh, I think he is the. I, I don't know how to talk about his background, but runs a, a group called MetaGov. I met them down at Consensus because we were at at Consensus last summer. We went to a Cosmos governance conversation, and it was pretty deep actually, and. Um, and I met a bunch of people there and I met Joshua. Then he's he's here in town with me. And so we've we've got out a couple or one time and, and just be able to hang out a little bit and just get to know each other. And then he teaches a class at Carnegie Mellon um, and at CMU um, related to governance and a bunch of types of things related to Web3. And they has a class right now. I think it's called, I don't remember exactly, Governing Many Worlds, I think is what it's called. Um, and it's, a, it's like 12 weeks or something like that. And so one of the, this week, he asked if I would come in and talk a little bit around Prop 16, and so and the Juno world. And so there was a there was three speakers. One was uh, really they were talking a little bit around bit uh, the Bitcoin soft fork that happened. Uh, they were talking. There's another group that came in um, to talk about I think it was Constellation DAO um, to talk a little bit around the, that DAO, and then they want to talk a little bit around Prop 16. So I did a little. I had to like I was like sure yeah. I, at first I thought it was like a, a just like more of a. Uh, of a roundtable conversation, then I realized that really I needed to do some education on it because nobody really knows too much about the cosmos, and so I just put together a little bit of a slides. I try to remember to go back and and talk about the the course of events um, and some of the things that that we were thinking about from a validator perspective. I went back to go listen to some of our Prop sixteen components within Game of Nodes, which is back like in episodes six, seven, eight, ten, somewhere in there. And, uh, and built a small deck just to like try to get the group understanding of what we were thinking about and kind of like more from a validator perspective of like of this whole fucking disaster. And so it was good. It, like I, it was just a 20 minutes, kind of kept it tight around some of the information, um, try to leave them with some questions, you know, to kind of think about what's happening in the future. And, uh, you know, what do we learn out of this <laughs> type of situation? So it was good. They asked some good questions. Um, group asked some good questions and, and, uh, and it was funny. Cause like within, within the first few minutes of those questions, like the idea of like, does POS work? <laughs> like, is that going to survive? Uh, came up pretty quick. Like in the first like eight minutes of those questions, it's like, yeah, we've talked about that a little bit. Uh, so it was good. It was fun. I can, I could post we slides. Like, about that a little bit on game of nodes we every have. Wednesday at 2100 UTC. Was what you said. I, I did. You, you I see without missing see, a beat. <laughs> I did. I, I I left it. You know. I said. Uh, I said. You know. If you want. If you know. Compared to some of the other governance conversations, this Prop sixteen is like a, it's a good use case. Like it's a good conversation to have in the early days of of trying to figure out what the hell governance is in Web three, um, <clears throat> and the whole idea of having a small number of project owners or core group um, that are decision makers and, and those types of things versus, you know, the, uh, the massive amount of delegators in Twitter and Twitter fights and all that kind of stuff. And kind of this idea around 
small group of people making decisions and a large group of community um, who's trying to understand what the hell's actually going on and and just the inner fighting between that and everything else. I think it was a pretty interesting type of structure. Um, How cathartic was it for you? I've it was, deliberately it was tried not. Was it terrible? I've tried not to think <laughs> back on Prop 16 too much just because a little bit of PTSD from that. But I imagine like yeah. having to go through and listen to videos and talking with people and having to make a talk about it. What I figured it'd be cathartic as hell. Yeah, it was, it wasn't too bad. I guess it was, it was, uh, it was good to, like, I actually, I spent some time with Frey on, on to sure, like make sure that my recollection was correct. Right. Like these are things that happened in this order. And I tried to stay away from some of the other things I knew that were happening behind the scenes. Um, or that, you know, we found out later, um, related to that and, and, uh, and some of the timelines of that. So I, I tried to be very accurate in terms of just what the, what the, what the community was thinking, what validators were thinking, I, you know, like I very specific around how, like the, I was pretty, pretty down on overall SDK governance processes, um, especially governors or validators vote, voting, uh, non-voting shares, which, you know, I've always been kind of a, a negative around um, and how that fit into this as well, um, where really a validator had no right decision in that structure. Cause if they voted for mutability, you're kind of like, what the hell are we doing? If you voted against it, you had to, get a community up your ass. So uh, I talked about that a little bit. Uh, we talked about the idea of like, of um, our validators responsible for the blocks that they sign. Um, and Joshua brought some, a couple case studies up where they have been responsible for those blocks, um, which I, I was unaware of. Um, and Wait, so that hold was on. Can we, can we go back on that a little bit more? I don't have the details. Me- <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned it, it, it would be in the, it would be in the recording, but there, there was, I forget where that was. Um, but there was in terms of both the jurisdiction of where the validator sat and those types of things, but I, he can, you know, it might be something to have him, have him have those, somebody from Medigabon to talk about that a little bit. Um, that, that'd be really interesting because I know that, uh, and on, on Bitcoin, I think there's a link to child pornography or maybe there's child pornography on the chain itself. So like, can you imagine being the person that, or the validator as it were, that, uh, propose that block and then you'd be liable for it that yeah mm-hmm. yeah we've talked about that like with uh ipfs nodes too so ipfs nodes um you know we run some ipfs nodes for stargaze and and you have some controls over that but you i mean you can control it where like i'm only going to serve items that are pinned and we pin everything um that comes through on the app and things like that but there can be collections that aren't pinned um and so you kind of want to allow uh you, you want to be able to allow some uh, movement of uh, images that might not be pinned from a collection perspective that are still required for the site. But that also means that you might be in pro- you might be in possession of something that you do not want to be in possession of, and you can't control that, right? And so there's obviously there's blacklists for some um, collections and things like that, which is which is pretty um, it's easy to implement, but you, it's kind of like mail spam. Like how effective is it, right? And so yeah, we've talked about that a little bit too. Like what the hell are we doing? Um, so anyway, it was a good call. It was a good talk. It was like 20 minutes. Um, it was, it felt good to get, you know, go through some of that. And I thought, uh, that the, like the, the overall, I just wanted to tell a story, right. Is really what I was trying to do. And, and I, I think that was at least effective. And I thought that, um, everybody kind of understood the process of it. Um, and I think as, you know, as the governance controls increase and as, um, you know, what's being done within DowDow and other types of things that kind of break down governance into maybe little subgroups and other ways to be able to have more controls over that. I think, um, 
you know, the idea of like having, I think where we, some of the class ended up was, was the idea of having something that can be, can be mutable, meaning that a chain can be changed, uh, requires a level of governance that is extremely sophisticated. And either you are running a code is law type of chain where it doesn't matter, right? And even if it's wrong, even if there's fraud, it is what it is. Or if it can be changed because of, because of this is the way it should be and this is right, I'm not saying that this prop was. I'm just saying if it, if it something that needs to be changed, there has to be an incredibly amount of mature governance to be able to do that. Because if it's just something that we went through with Prop 16, it's it's automatically going to turn into a shit show. So, um, and that that you know, I think that might be just where where we are in the maturity of some of these tools and and the um, and the the thought around how this is going to work in the future. So, anyway, it was fun. Did you, did you talk at all about how? around the conversation around how we as validators are in a sense um, kind of like continuously elected representatives um, and the conversation around that compared to um, teams delegating like their, their first hundred validators into the active set or whatever. Uh, I, I didn't talk about it from that perspective. I, Cause there, there is that, like, I think we've talked about it too, like where it, like there's some relationship here between Cosmos ga- validators and like, like elected officials, right? Cause and even we had, remember, in the, we had, I forget what episode it was, but we also had somebody came out who didn't even recognize that that they could vote, right? Remember that? They didn't know that they could vote their own shares and like they thought it was only with the validator. Like that is a bad byproduct of, of this governance structure, right? Like that that's something that that, that individuals should know um, how their vote counts and all those other types of things. Um, so I didn't, I didn't bring it up from that perspective. I didn't talk about that, but I did talk, I did talk a little bit around that it, it creates val- like validators market. We all know that, right? They're marketing for delegations and governance is a marketing tool. Ultimately, like it's a marketing tool. That's what it is. So either you have validators who vote yes all the time, or they tweet every single thing out that they do, or they, you know, you have that fucking governance LARPing on Twitter around, um, you know, I'm doing this for you type of bullshit. And all that is fucking garbage. Like that's, that's, it's just a marketing tool. And so when, when governance turns into a marketing tool, um, which it, it kind of core is within the validator group, um, it, it, it becomes useless, right? So, or at least it's, beca- it becomes, um, it becomes less effective, right? I, I remember a little while ago, um, I woke up on the wrong side of bed and I, I won't name, but a, a, a moderately big validator, they have staff. Um, was posting here's all the stuff we voted on this week and here's how we voted um and i just said why yeah, who gives a shit well why did you why did you vote this way and this way um right is that they were like param changes and they were like well we think this is great because of the improved performance i'm like no but why why do you think it will do that what the- do you think what do you think is it because actually there's a positive and a negative to this so what 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 convinced what swayed you right. <clears throat> And well, they got very evasive and very funny. And obviously I was being a dickhead. I definitely got out there on the wrong side. <laughs> but I was just so fucking tight. Like you just swing in and post like, here's the fucking eight props we voted on this week on Evmos and Osmo and Juno and shit. And I'm just like, I literally don't give a fuck. Like you haven't thought about these. You don't give a fuck. Um, right. Like I, I'm more and more convinced that validators should actually just not be able to vote and vote their own shares literally the whole problem yeah exactly you should be able to vote your own share as a validator that's it that's like it. what you state what you've compounded but the 
the the the problem comes because you need to be Quora to pass a software upgrade in Cosmos. Yeah. So there has to be a backstop that means validators can force something through. But it's like Again. you don't fucking have that in other networks. You don't have that Aptos in other places where it's just like you know the validators will decide to run the software and it's either compatible or it's fucking not. But you do not double sign. So it's not an issue. It's not like an existential issue for the validator to run the wrong binary. If you run the wrong fucking binary, yeah. you look like a bit of, you get yeah. a bit of egg on your face. Or, and that's and about it. Again, we saw Google we saw Google do that this week. And they're like they're like, we're on this version. What could be going wrong? And that's <laughs> two hilarious. versions behind. Right. That's why it's failed. And they're like, okay, we're they're like, oh, I guess we need to upgrade. Well, I guess we need to get the <laughs> I do um, love the I do love the uh the the new Kepler validator interface for voting. The governance if you guys use that validator.kepler.app and uh, I love it. Like I think it's great. I think it's it, it. Our our voting compliance has gone way up just because it's a nice UI interface to Auth Z voting. Because I ha- I fucking hate voting via CLI with my ledger. It is like it's like the last thing I want to do, and it's such a pain in the ass. And you, you know, fucking lazy asshole. I am man. It's fucking garbage. And and it's a uh, it's just not a great interface, and it fails a lot, and it's just pain in the ass. And so you got to like schedule time to do it. But that 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 interface is really great. Set up off the and and like it's all in UI. But what they did is they allowed validators to put notes in there, right? And so you can actually go to this website. And I don't even know where they show up. They might it might go to the mess. It might go in the in the note in the message. I don't even know if they do or not. Do you know? No, no, no. They have their own database. It specific, oh, okay. ex- explicitly doesn't go in the memo, which I all think right. is really fascinating. That's, it should go in the memo. But but I love looking at these because what you have is validators who literally take the two or three top lines of what the prop is and they put it in the note. Like we're totally for. Insert insert details here. Like they just shove it in there. Like they're like, and Stake Cito is like the I don't know who does it. It's obviously not him, but but whoever does theirs is hilarious because they always like take whatever's in the prop and they put like flowers and like rainbows on it and fucking unicorns and shit and they shove it in that note. I just want to go fuck you. Like <laughs> like stupid Man. fucking marketing bullshit. Fucking fucking yeah. garbage shit. Stake Cito is like oh it's the, so funny. No, I'm not gonna hack on them or anything, but you know. They appear to always just be towing the party line. <laughs> it's, but it They're is like, like professionals at towing the party line. That's, but it's, it's such a like, weird. it's like a, it like if you pasted this, if you took this text and shoved it into Chat GPT and just like make this thing look like a rainbow, like a unicorn, shit it out and give it in twenty words. You just take that and you push it into this thing and put it on that website. It is like such a, a like a, just like this is fucking awesome. Um, and they always, they always laugh. Oni's the same way. Like they always, they always have like really funny descriptions that are in there um, that are always like ridiculously over positive for what it is. Like we, this upgrade's amazing. <laughs> like just do Just do the upgrade. I just say, just say yes. So I, just say, I can yes, speak the opposite about, it, and then you'll <laughs> <laughs> right. Erdemann's really funny because Erdemann is one of the, um, the members of lavender five. And sometimes I get messages from people being like, Hey, why did you vote? I mean, I see why you voted no, because you put a memo in, but Erdman will put in like a big old essay on why he voted no and be yeah. like really hard line. And then someone will message me about like, what the hell, why'd you vote no on this? And I'll be like, I don't vote. I didn't know, but <laughs> now that I've read the reasoning, it sounds like great reasoning. So that's why. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. A, it's in the fucking note. Yeah, quit wasting my time. Fucking asshole. Yeah, so I now I'm I'm starting to slip like little asshole messages in my just knowing that they're not going anywhere. They're not in the notes. I I little I slip little things like fuck this prop, <laughs> like things like that on certain things just because it's fun to be able to put notes in there. Fuck if I'm guys. feeling randy, fuck them. So artifact, I think on 
stake CETO's operators also friends validator, just like referring to the chat. Wait, the what? Same, really? They're the same people, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. Is no, that true? Do no, I don't it? think that's true. I've seen I've seen Stake Cito, uh folks posting in Discord, and they're different from the friends validator people. I think are they? Oh yeah, they're definitely different people. Yeah. So I think they do run their own nodes that aren't Stake Cito, though. I can't remember what their team is called. The Stake um, Cito people? Yeah, I met I, I them think... a very long time ago. I met them um, in. Oh, Schultz is going up. Loving an elevator. Um, I was trying to go down before when I was, I was fucking looking at all the mechanical shit down there. I'm like, I can't figure that out. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, I met, I met, I met the Stake Cedo guys um, in 2021 and somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're like, they're like we're thinking of running our own validator. Like, how how hard is it to get delegations? And I was like, surprisingly hard. There's a lot of marketing involved. <laughs> you like, should get involved in Stake Yeah. I don't have it. I mean, they're. I don't have an issue with the operations. I just I, the yapping is like fucking relentless. Jesus <laughs> Christ Almighty! Like, give it a goddamn rest, people. The Cedo York? Yeah. yeah. But no, just I, not even. Stakes I mean, Cito, in Cito general, shills rather than yorps, no. Although I guess the in general, the what's the different? What is the difference between shilling and yorping? Answer on a postcard. Um, Ooh, I I would throw out that it is who the audience is. Mm, mm, yeah, that's dead, right, right. And the other is do you, sh- I mean, you yawp uses- upwards and you shill downwards. <laughs> it's like punching exactly. down. Shilling is like punching <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yawp upwards and you shill. That's exactly what it is. I'm just yeah. con- that's completely. <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that's a good game of notes quote. <laughs> <laughs> we put that on a t-shirt. That's that's yeah. completely. <laughs> Reframed how I see my corporate <laughs> career. Yop up and you just with the arrows I, or something. I've yeah. suddenly realized that I was only successful because I was incredibly good at yorping. You yop up and you shill down. 100%. Right. Well, because you know, like, you know, like every time you start a, a job in a big company, right? The first thing you do is you work out who can fire you. You find that person and you make friends with them and you buy them a beer, right? And they think you're a great guy. After that, you're invincible. Nobody can do fucking shit to you because if anybody ever had the problem with you the kind of disciplinarian like the 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 person who is the actual power behind the throne if some if somebody goes to them like godfather style with a problem they're like but godfather frey has 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 stolen my lunch money and and he 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 he, <laughs> He stole my lunch money, and then and then he he force pushed to Maine, and he did all these things, and it was terrible. And he's like, uh, well, Frey bought me a beer once, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> so therefore, he's always signed up. That's my that's not a very good Marlon Brando impression, but that is my Marlon Brando impression. But that, that's basically what you do, right? A big company is you you yawp to that person, and then you're untouchable. You're untouchable. That's right. So, um, artifact is here today in the in the in the chat. Excited. And uh, he hasn't been in a while, but he called me before, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gone." And he's like, "Oh, that's on now. I'll jump in." <laughs> anyway, have him join so, us. What is he doing? Hey, he's very fucking active in this chat. I know, he is. I like Why it. Is he not? I know. I love it. Artifact, just, join us. Well, we've, we've tried to get Artifact on the show before, but he's it's it's like a ten thousand viewers face reveal type situation. I think it is it. face reveal um, at fifteen at fifteen thousand people live. Well, so anyway, think, back to what I was saying. Oh, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to shout out to Artifact for having the fucking best merch in the cosmos, and what you're wearing right? happens. I'm I'm wearing right now the Artifact the Artifact merch. Uh huh. You're showing it off. Yes, yes. For folks on the podcast, you're 
We're seeing. Look- <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing an awkward man try to take a squat backwards to show us a shirt. It looks that? better is than it- he makes it look. <laughs> it's, 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 it looks better IRL. That's absolutely <laughs> devastating. That is oof. oof. So I, I had a pretty lengthy um, meeting the other day with uh, the the Commonwealth guys. You know, like the um, the Commonwealth. I am good. Yeah. Before we continue, can I just say that the I just thought of this, and I think it's quite funny. So I'm just going to say it, but. I think the road to hell is paved with good yorping. There you go. Captured. Did he? Does, does anyone want to timestamp that one? I'm not going to, but if you want to like I've been time tam- I've been timestamping snippets for uh for the shorts. And so far they're all the fray. Fray on capitalization and yorp up and shill down. That's a good one though. <laughs> um yorp so, up, down. anyway. So they're they're like doing, you know, some market sounding talking about, you know, the features they're working on in their um what do they call it the the roadmap for the next like year or so um so they've just sent a link while we were on this uh how, chat. can i ask a oh, question how oh, how do they good. make how do they make money oh well i had that same question so the no, well, um because i'm like how i don't fucking understand they kind of yeah i made some i made some notes in the co- so th- this this conversation <laughs> degenerated to me asking them questions and drinking whiskey. <laughs> it was okay. like it was midnight or something over in they're they're both in New York. Um, Mark and um, God, I'm forgetting the other uh, Reese. So Mark and Reese are in New York, and they're like they're they're um, you know community people. Anyway, so talking to them, and then I ended up drinking a heap of whiskey while we talked to them for like probably two hours. Uh, and um, anyway, they raised to date, I think, about $23 million. What? And yeah, they, they raised through like, you know, however they do that with startups over in the States. What do they call it? Rounds. I think they've done like two rounds. I think they did yeah. like a $3 million round and a $20 million round or something like that. They have but a team they of 25 people. Hey? How are they going to return income? Well, I asked that same question. And Snapchat. Well, I don't. I don't know if I. Um, I don't know if they gave me permission to talk about so, it. So, so twenty three million to to what's the output of the twenty three? It's twenty three million dollars for this for this website that yeah, is a <laughs> for this fucking website. No, I mean, so anyway, is, that, is that the is that the is that the I don't know the extent of the, I don't know that's I don't know. Really but their is that the product? Is, is that the only product, or is there is there other things that come together in that? No, so that's their own product. But I mean, of course, they're following like the, um, you know, the freemium model. It's, like, it's yeah. just like Reddit with like Web3 theater on top. Yeah, but obviously, Not you know, all, really these, all these startups, okay. you know, s- start with a free product and then move into like some paid offerings or subscription things in the background. Like, you know, they said that they're not going to be um, making any paid services to users. Yeah, um, I'm not making that fucking gospel, but that's what they told me. Um, it's more like you know they'll monetize on the back uh, end. It's going to be the capital model, isn't it? It's going to be the past three hundred fucking thousand dollars, or you don't get. Yeah, that. exactly. That. Well, I mean, not for th- there'll be additional features or something that you can, you know, pay more money, pay money for in the background on the back end with the blockchains or the foundations or whatever. So, if you so want them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a no, I'm not sure if I was allowed so we'll to say that. that, but that's what I said. So anyway, 
there is um i just i posted in the chat there the uh the link to um their roadmap and yeah. i told them i said the one fucking thing you need is a mobile first interface and a fucking app and it's not on the roadmap and then i just yelled at them in the chat i said where's the goddamn mobile first in the roadmap and they yeah. said it's coming i promise i want to look at reddit reddit their first round was one million that, got them, that was from 2005 to 2012 for seven years of development and then they raised 50 million two years after that when they actually in 2014 when they really started hitting the stride they've raised wow. a billion dollars but i'm trying to understand 23 million on they've that. raised a billion dollars and made no money <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to understand 20 the 23 million is a, is a significant number for that for that use case like that seems excessively high i agree especially whenever discourse um which in my opinion is is a better medium for for discussion um if they just added in a Kepler integration or Web3 integration, then they would basically be there. But I guess if they're going for Web3 first, which Commonwealth is, it, it's, I mean, it's a different value add, but uh, not that I'm shitting on Commonwealth. I think it's far superior to having nothing or to having like Discord. I think it's a huge value add for networks. Discourse was founded in 2012. To date, they've raised 20 million. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. What's that? that? Discord? Discourse. 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 Yeah, that's what that's what that's what Cosmos uses for their forums. That's what Secret uses. A couple other couple other networks. Even twenty it. million for Discourse sounds ridiculous, but that's that's a bit different. But yeah, I don't really see how Discourse <laughs> makes much money either. But I mean, that's the problem with Web two, isn't it? That's what we're here to solve with Web three, and we're doing a fucking great job because none of the products <laughs> we're raising none more. Of the products can monetize themselves and survive. So, so the the Say Foundation. Just raised. Well, they just announced that they raised thirty million dollars as well for so, an eight hundred million dollar total. At this point, is it eight hundred million total? No, I thought they were trying. I thought they were trying to get to that level. I don't think it was, that's where they were. I thought that that was that concluded the eight hundred million. That's oh, a, that's what my read was. If they have eight hundred million dollars, then they have absolutely no business being on Tendermint. <laughs> so you start writing your own at that point. Time right? to fork Aptos. <laughs> yeah, seriously, if you, sorry. If you, you have eight hundred million dollars, you get over. You call up Doctor Martin Clapman, and you you get you you try and win him over. You back to, to you back up a dump truck of money to his house, right? Well, he's the guy. He was one of the original Apache Kafka people at LinkedIn, uh-huh. so I think he already has the dump truck of money. That's why he can afford to be an academic, okay. just just going like hmm, distributed systems. Very clever guy. <laughs> well, fun, I, fun, fun fact: I, I went during the peak of Prop 16 in a, the early hours of one morning while having a nervous bit of a nervous breakdown. I emailed Dr. Martin Kleppman asking him for career advice in the light of prop 16 he wrote me back a very nice email basically saying he didn't think there was much that any of this web 3 stuff was much cop and it wouldn't be for quite a long time because <laughs> there wasn't any utility there compared to normal distributed systems um can <clears throat> say boys will be boys yolo <laughs> no he's Look an american elsewhere, gents dutch oh well i mean Kleppmann suggests but i think i believe he's american so i, I don't think boys will be boys is in the lexicon oh um, oh yes it is oh yes it is well, okay. we're, try- well, we're trying case, hard. One mistake. But if you have $800 million, anyway, you, you go to the CRDTs guy and you go, let's fucking go. 30 transactions, 30K transactions a second. Dr. Kleppman, how do we do it? Go reach into your network of brainiacs and find me the other researchers that can make this happen. And then you 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 hit, you hit you cue the sound of beeping dump trucks. And that's, well, that's you- so I was reading about a distributed system, I don't know, last week or so, about 
how you can scale um, a database such that databases on a, on like that are really far away, you can like get rid of the uh, the the low optimization time or the high optimization time, optimism time, by allowing them to eat into each other's memory, to read into each other's memory directly, rather than having to deal with like any sort of interference. And there was this. There's a lot of math involved in why that works. Basically, zero knowledge proofs. But it was super, super cool. I'll see if I can pull up that link for that. Um, but I imagine like that's that would be the end game for blockchain is finding some way to effectively do direct memory accessing for other systems or other nodes effectively um, to have instant finalization. So the the back to the uh, say thing real quick. They they raised thirty at a valuation of eight hundred. So they they that, which uh, valuation is, Got which it. is crazy in testnet but that that's kind of where this is going but i think they if i remember they they raised 30 or 50 beforehand so they probably they probably raised i would think they raised somewhere between 75 and 100 million but that's if they raised for a cosmos chain it's a significant it's a lot lot for a cosmos chain um and at eight at, literally at an 800 million dollar valuation when when um i mean pre-launch is pretty crazy right that's a that's pretty high. I mean, not like twenty three million dollars for Commonwealth crazy. <laughs> it's up there. It's maybe same same ratio, but yeah. So they raised at eight hundred million. So so thirty out of eight hundred. Uh, it means they basically uh, they let's see they paid thirty million dollars for three point seven percent of equity, which is that is eye watering, and that's not just the Olbus oil talking, right? Yeah, um, thirty million dollars for three point seven percent. Three point seven percent. Wow. Well, sorry, thirty what was that, at eight hundred. Three point seven percent of what? If you raise that, so they raise that at eight hundred million dollar val. So eight hundred million dollar val uh, post money would be that you're if you're raising thirty million, that means you owe th you own thirty million out of eight hundred, um, and so eight at that at a hundred at uh, in percentage is three point seven five percent. So basically, they're on the cap table, they are paying thirty million dollars to own three point seven five percent of outstanding shares. And so you might have, you know, you might have founder shares, you might have stuff that's going towards, obviously, to airdrop and to this and that and everything else. But that means that they are acquiring, you want to use tokens instead of shares, you can do that. So that means they have 3.75% of total tokens on the chain for three for 30 million. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was right. <coughs> okay. So that's why you guys give so much of a shit about say is because they're going to have to deliver something because they have a lot of people with big money and presumably quite big sticks stood over their shoulder yeah. going, where's our fucking software? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, they, they have a pretty decent sized team as well. They do. They, I mean, I mean, they are funnily complete. enough. The, the marketing team is way bigger than the engineering team. Imagine my surprise. <laughs> That's normal. That's normal. So it's normal in, it's normal in grip. So <laughs> I would Invest say it's normal in web two as well. That's been my experience in no. startups I've been at. Oh Yeah. No, oh, yeah. the sales team is the biggest. The marketing team is uh, one, yeah, is yeah. one yeah. overworked person who manages the Twitter account. You're right. I was kind of rolling them together. You're yeah. right. So the, the, actually, they raised $5 million in August of 2022. I don't even know if they raised something else. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe this was the round that I was thinking of. But this, this think, round is think, Jump Crypto, Distributed Global, Multicoins in here, Asim, uh, As, As, I don't know who that is, As. Flow Traders, Hypersphere, and Bixen Ventures. Uh, so yeah, they're, it's pretty the, cool. The mistake you were making with the, uh, marketing team versus the, uh, sales team there shortly is that, that the sales team Yorp sell 
and the marketing team shield cell. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> and that's the difference between web two and web three. That's right. That's web, right. Web two, you call up the decision maker wearing yeah. a shirt and tie and you tell them how great it's going to make them look great. It's going to be amazing. They're going to get a great bonus. And would they like to play around a golf at some point? And in web three, you post a load of rockets and moons and DGENs make you rich. Um, and then everybody loses in the end. <laughs> I mean, 800 million in this bear is pretty fucking incredible. That's all. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, Let's I guess the X as well. I mean, you could, I mean, I mean, if you take the multiplication of how far this market is down, at least in, in this ecosystem, say it's down what 40 X 99.5%. <laughs> I mean, Juno's down 40 X osmosis is down. What? Maybe 20. I've never heard of it expressed like that before. Whoever you want to down say 40 X. Well, meaning 40 times the current valuation. But so, I mean, you're talking at 800 million now. That's crazy. And I guess, I mean, it, is, if it, is it just to do with the end of tax year, though? Because presumably a lot of these funds they have, because w- when did the raise happen? Because like just, if those funds, I don't know now. when their accounting Q1. period ends, but if they have funds they, they allocate for a given year and they need to, they need or want to use them in that year, could that be it? They're just like, there aren't that many other credible projects. I mean, it's only, I mean, they only raised 30 million. It's not like it's an incredible number, but the valuation is what's amazing, right? Like what they... But, but maybe that's maybe that's a normal maybe that's a normal valuation or a ratio evaluation for something in Web three because you're you have a lot of community stakeholders and you have you have drops and you have all this other type of shit that you have valuation going out the door right. Do you remember uh, Star Fox on the N sixty four? No, was it N sixty four? Was it the Super Nintendo? I think it was the Super N64. Nintendo. N sixty four. Well, yeah. it's the difference between you talking Star about. Fox. I think it's the both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, do you remember how you would fight a boss? And then halfway through, it would enter a new phase, and it would turn out the boss was like much bigger and tougher. And what was his name? Fox McCloud. Yeah. Would just have there'd be like a quip, and you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" And you, you know, at this age, you're like ten years old or whatever, so you're like, "Oh my god!" It's the mid '90s. You know, things were different then. And you're like, "Oh my god, this boss is so big and scary." I feel like that is that is everything. The longer you spend in crypto, the more like this valuation is that is where you learn a thing, and you're like, "Huh?" And then it's just like this huge looming boss and you're like ah what i thought was true about thing is actually even more insane than i had previously considered. um i feel that's like a weekly occurrence working in this space and i really haven't got used to it but it's very yeah. at least the super nintendo prepared me for the feeling yeah and not only that but i mean even the i mean even these the ventures that are putting money in well i don't know if that's street money or if that's if there are other things that have been sold off in the past or whatever else but even in this Wait. even in this bear what, the, what is street money? What does that mean? Meaning like if, if, if a VC or if a, uh, a, um, a firm like this might go out and do a round and they're looking for individual investors to say, Hey, we're going to put a $200 million round together. They raise $200 million externally. And then they're promising back a set of returns on that. And then that round they would take and do investments across a bunch of web three type of structures, right? Or it could be a mix of whatever they want to do, right? Whatever that, whatever the focus it's of like that fund is. Syndicate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what VCs do, right? They, they raise money from, from wealthy individuals and they put those into a fund. They, they put a prospectus on that fund. They put a timeline in that fund. They invest in certain things and they hope that some of that stuff, you know, they hope some of those- that they don't wake up one day in concrete boots. Yeah, well, I mean, some, the Brooklyn this Bridge. is just this is just reminding me to, to to always be careful about where you put your pension if you manage it yourself. 
never yeah. in Web three. <laughs> no shit. Um, but the idea, but but here, like they would you. I mean, these guys. I mean, something like MultiCoin. They're looking for what are they looking for? They're looking for one out of twenty investments to hundred x, right? Like multi. You know, MultiCoin's looking for helium where they, you know, they put in two million dollars and they get two hundred fifty back, right? And then the rest of that stuff, who gives a shit? Whatever happens, and they take then that goes out to the investors. They get a shitload themselves and they put that into a. They roll some of that off into another fund, and yeah, you know, you keep going, you keep going. So that, that, that's what I mean by street. You nearly quoted verbatim the Matthew McConaughey scene from the beginning of The Wolf of Wall Street there without even. Uh, <laughs> that <Yeah>. one. <laughs> what do you let them do? Do you let them take their money and, and scooch off? No, you have another great idea, another stock. That's right. Um, yeah, so. and they roll from fund A to fund B, and you, you know, you keep putting down there. But there's so much, like, I, mean, I don't know, whatever. It's interesting that, but it's interesting that they, it's only thirty, like I said, it's only thirty million. There's six, there's six groups in here or something like that. So, but it is interesting that. Uh, so it's probably like five. It will be different amounts for each one, but even at five, I would think group, those guys are fucking minted. They can afford to throw five mil at a punt. Right, right. But even at that valuation, at valuation, like you're, I mean, you're paying a lot for a small percentage, right? So you're hoping that means eight hundred million. That means it, at, at, like if you're if you're one of these VCs, you want it to at least ten x. That means that means they're hoping that say it turns into an eight billion dollar valuation. Um, that seems doubtful, but is my math right? Eight hundred million times ten. What do we know? Like we keep it. Is it that doubtful? No, though? No, I mean, 80, 80 million. Wait, no, wait. Eight hundred million times ten. Right? Is that what it is? Is that eight? Is that eight billion? Yeah, it is. Right. Eighty yeah. million times ten is eight hundred. Eight hundred million billions in, in yeah. metric billions. So, but but again, like to to Noel's always point, just because it's just because that's what the value is doesn't mean you can actually get that liquidity, right? So, yeah. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. So an, another thing also I want to bring it back to is like, uh, you know, from your TED talk, an interesting thing you touched on was like the need to give background because a lot of people don't even know what the cosmos is. We, a few weeks ago, whenever it was, I went to that um, academic or scientific blockchain conference, whatever the fuck it was, and just sort of stood at the back like a fucking nerd, um, <laughs> you know, um, being like, what's all this about then? <laughs> completely, completely out of my element um, as as an actual degenerate being let into the ivory tower somehow. Um, that that was my overriding takeaway um, from that whole experience was that people didn't even know that they could go and look up a use case and call it. Like, so obviously there were a bunch of people that just like had no fucking clue basically. But then the, the people who had done interesting work or interesting papers hadn't even thought to look in cosmos for data or data points not because the data points weren't there or they didn't have the means to build custom stuff to find the data or a lot of you know, a lot of them are technical people it was just because they literally did not know cosmos existed they maybe knew atom if you're lucky they had no fucking clue what ibc was right absolutely none hadn't heard of it and the people that i talked to who literally worked in the space as consultants and they just every time they'd released finished a consulting on launching a project in web3 they tried to get an academic paper out of it because as a consultancy it bolstered their credentials even those guys they were just like yeah i'm vaguely aware there might be some other chains that are a bit like cosmos right. now it's kind of like Polkadot, right parachain right, right. yeah it's kind of the same thing type thing and you're yeah. like yeah i mean it's a protocol it's permissionless <laughs> you know so anybody can launch a chain and then they just talk to the, all the other chains they're like, oh, that's pretty novel, right? And you're like, yeah, it's been been alive for a little, little while now. Yeah, um, no bridges. 
It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Check it out. But, but that's but that's interesting because it's like it's exactly the same as what you're talking about. Just like that. My that's my overriding takeaway from that entire thing. Was like literally nobody fucking knows who Cosmos is. Even like, well, even what we were talking about before, like the idea of like having Dow Dow with share mesh security across chains to be able to like even my my head spins on that shit. Right, like, like, how's that? How's that getting everybody's psyche around how that's going to possibly work um, around, you know, polygonics? It's, it means you can get rugged from two. <laughs> you don't see before, right? We were at this singular app, singular chain, rug, right, where you could only get rugged by the price action on one chain. So now we're going to have like multi-party rugging, where you're going to get rugged from several different directions at once, possibly via multi-sig um which is obviously a big improvement on on the rugging scenario we had before um and much more get, decentralized you get stuff. sounds like a rug down is needed rug down <laughs> do, do you just you just make a rug down that rug <laughs> that's right <laughs> and it was like i can't believe they rugged like, <laughs> that's we talked about that for we talked about that for game of notes chain right like like we are going to rug you the question is can you make money before that rugging happens and so i mean can you time the rug? Hey, no, so you, just, that- you know it's coming. Like, like we're we're being very clear that we're going to rug everybody. But in the meantime, we're going to have a massive APR so people can wait. Like, that's called, that's literally a Ponzi. That's literally yeah, a Ponzi. No, I, you just <laughs> what you're explaining, of sir, is a Ponzi. Of course, of course it is. <laughs> Hold yeah, on of course. a sec. Oh, well, of course it is. It's, an, it's a mixture of technologies. It's a rugged Ponzi. <laughs> it's a Ponzi and a last man it, and a last man in um, scam. Is it a Ponzi if you tell people it's a Ponzi? My favorite rug was definitely the Squid Games one, where at, after like a week, people putting money in, the, the founders rugged everyone because it's Squid Game, and everyone was like, yeah, okay, that's fair. All right, They're like, that, that's what happens. Oh, yeah, see, it's been done. <laughs> like, oh, you were, oh, you were serious. You actually, actually all oh. did get rugged. Um, but do you remember like when we, we like, this, this is going back to, this is going back to pre the podcast even existing. I, 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 I without the rug component, <laughs> said that we should launch a meme chain yes called dojin wasm oh yeah yeah no, i uh, still want to be at dojin wasm dojin wasm i don't know how you pronounce that um maybe dojin wasm uh and this is this is pre-kerberos like this would have been this would have been sort of it would have <laughs> been pre-kerberos g- given given when it would have been launched it would have been launched in january 2022 right mm-hmm. so every time we even remotely look like we know what we're talking about every time we think hey i think i might be on top of things today remember that on the group chat we talked about a joke meme chain using cosmosm called dojinwasm in january 2022 and launching it as a set of validators if we had done that that would have been the most profitable thing any of us would ever have done in our entire oh, easily. lifetime easily. and we would have front run the massive boom in january to february by a few weeks and we would have been there for, for the app chain explosion with a meme chain <clears throat> when did chihuahua launch a little bit before that but mm. it didn't oh that's right launch. yes yeah it didn't yeah, i didn't dang so <laughs> yeah so this is the thing I, I sometimes think about that whenever i think i might like know something about anything i'm just like yeah the the joke idea that we had and we didn't do because obviously it was a joke would have been the most successful business um venture any of us would ever do in our lifetimes if we had gone through with the joke welcome to web3 that's exactly that's where we are devastating isn't it mm. but what are you gonna do we should launch something. i wonder if the market cap of chihuahua is now more than juno 
I checked and it is not. I checked that like last week. Well, it might be now. I, I haven't checked in the last week. Because I was curious about that as well. It hasn't gone June. down that much this week, has it? E- well, either Juno or Huawei. Well, I mean, Juno is only down 98% from its peak. So it's still got a bit to go. No, only 98%. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Now worth less than like the likes of, uh, you know, Comdex and Asset Mantle. Asset Mantle. Yeah. Is it so? Chihuahua was almost a penny a piece, wasn't it? It was pretty close, wasn't it? Like point. Yeah, no, it 009. hit a penny. It did. it did hit a penny. Probably worth less than Sentinel. Have they done anything recently? <laughs> Is Sentinel still going? Uh, Sentinel has. I don't. I don't think so. The Sentinel's got. A, I mean, the Sentinel team basically became say. What? No, well, no. I think. Wait, what? No, yeah. I thought. I thought it was just. Uh, I thought it was just Dan that was part of that. Is is that so? I, I know I that, so. um, yeah, I'm not going to, uh, if, if that's what you think, I'm going to run with that. That That's better than anything I have. Uh, that, well, I'm not I sure. So. Is it still running? Is that no? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, I thought actually Deedle was just a, it was like a contractor in, on Sentinel. I don't think he was actually founder. I thought there was a different, that team is still around or something. I think uh, it is still running though, isn't it? It's it's not in the archived section of Minscan, which is a which is a newly newly minted section for it's the like likes of uh, the new sad panda section of got the its own uh, selector section. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but yeah, the, the for that. That's funny. so the token price is point zero 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 five three. Yeah, that's three zeros five three for DVPN. So they've gotten the treatment with the extra zeros on their dashboard. And um, but the market cap is still like six point eight million dollars. So where do they where do they show the market cap? Where are you looking at? It's just on the on the default page, minscan.io forward oh. slash sentinel. Oh, Minscan's not showing it for uh, Chihuahua. I was actually curious that you mentioned it. Yeah, but there's like a hundred billion tokens. There's a hundred zeros on that price. Thousand million. Is uh, it, yeah, I think there's a hundred billion. So just times all the zeros by a hundred billion. Yeah, even even CoinGecko doesn't show market cap. Maybe I mean they're burning a lot, right? Maybe, is that why? Because they're talking about the. They probably don't have like a mechanism to show the actual supply. Yeah, they must not. Which is a fuckload. <laughs> right, it's too many zeros in the fuck. They might just look it up from Genesis, maybe. I no, well, it keeps going up because it's you know minting new tokens every. Oh, you minutes. mean current circulating supply? Yeah. So yeah, I guess maybe they don't want to show it because you know. You don't want people to know what it's the market cap might be potentially. I don't know. Huawei's down ninety nine point oh eight percent. 